0: Talk about something that you took away from this winter term podcast class that you did.
1: I mean, for me, okay, you know how podcasts, it's always about talking to people, right? And kind of getting meaningful conversations. And that's kind of what I wanted to get out of this class. And I really feel like I did because with my group being uh, Jesse and Mark and Ree, we all kind of had these, although sometimes we went off topic with the things that we were talking about and we didn't always stay on track with um, the topic of our individual podcast. I felt like the meaning of the conversations and kind of the outcome that I got out of them and the sort of, I don't know, just delightful conversations I had um, with my group.
0: I think one thing that I've learned is that I kind of speak fast when I'm talking. So I've kind of learned how to like calm it down and speak softly for people to be able to hear me.
2: I think- very important is what i took out of this class was the pre-production that i think more expanding on what lauren was talking about that there's a lot more planning that goes on behind the scenes right you have to map out where the podcast is going to go not only just the questions that someone's going to ask like what miss peterson's doing but also where do you want to take the listeners right where, what story do you want to craft behind them what kind of story do you want to envision them and so I think it takes a lot more craft I think that's where the weekly wrap-up it takes the uniqueness where it kind of stands out from our different podcasts hello weekly wrap-up listeners this um my name is Mark Lynn my name is Jesse Peterson my name is Ryan Mayhew my name is Ree and today we're here joined by (laughs) Mr. Cortez Yes. yes legendary Mr. Cortez so here we're going to be in this section of the podcast we're going to be reviewing the class in winter term called The Other Side of Worship. And so my name is Mark Glynn. I'm happy to be here. I'm going to be a co-host along with three other of my mates here. And today, we're just going to be interviewing um, Mr. Cortez and his thoughts. So, Ree, let's start off with you.
3: Why do you choose to teach this class? What are your expectation? So I came up with the idea of this class because I heard some of the uh, students speaking after a chapel commenting on the on the worship and on the music that they were playing. And they were wondering if there was anything else out there in terms of music that we could use in chapel. And while this is solely just focused on, you know, music that we do in chapel, it's to, it was to expand the the view of what is Christian art and what Christian artists are out there, making different forms and different genres of music.
2: Mr. Cortez, I have a quick question for you. Um, what is your background in worship and like what why what do you think that you could offer to teach this class
3: so i've been uh leading worship at my local church for about i want to say eight years i've been a, a bass player for more than 10 years and i've just been exposed to a lot of different types of music over you know my youth and my teenage years and growing up as a musician and that's what you know kind of also gave me the inspiration to do this class
1: and what and for this class, what do you think is the value of learning about all these other forms of worship, and and how has it changed your your view on it?
3: I think it, it gives uh, the students an important uh, foundation to say like uh, we're not a one note community, we're not just focused on making one type of art, that mm-hmm. we're cap- we're capable of making many types of art, and we're we're creative enough, and we have uh, that talent given by a creative God to be able to speak amen. and to worship on these uh, through these means.
4: Yeah, amen, amen. Uh, I have a question for you so um, what are your thoughts like how do you think the course went
3: with all the students and do you expect to teach this again in the near future? So I think the, the, the course went pretty well. I thought the students mm-hmm. responded to it uh, pretty positively. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good opportunity for them to just look into different bands, different artists, different groups. Different rap artists, different, you know, rock artists as well. That they may, they might, might have had their heyday already, but I think it was something overall very positive for them. And I do, I do want to teach this again in the future. So if there's anybody else that's interested, next winter term, we're doing it. Yes, it's great, Mr.
2: Cortez. Um, do do we expect to see you performing at Chapel in the near future in Maranatha? I don't know about that. I don't you know, know about, about that. Know, I'm <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> but hey, if, that, if that's what
3: God wants, then that's what God wants. But
2: I think you could add a little bit of a twist to it, you know, looking at your experience of it, and, you know, what you, what you brought to the table at Maranatha. I think you could really, I think you have a lot of potential to, to show what. Well, It's how, plan. Yeah. It's
4: like shredding on base. Exactly.
3: <laughs> well, we'll see.
2: Let's see, we'll to see really there. show the other
4: sides of worship, the other
3: side of that. Worship. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No,
4: for sure. Being in the class too is it was a it was a great experience. We get, I got to learn about a whole bunch of. Different, Do I tell like, the, the listeners yeah. at home,
2: like who you are and like your like why you were like giving a little context. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah.
4: Um, yeah so I'm Jesse. Uh, I also I, I took the course this uh, this winter term, mm. and uh, yeah, my experience with it was uh, yeah, it was a great class. Um, hence, we're doing a podcast on it. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. I learned a lot about uh, just music as a whole. You know, like so many different aspects of Christian art. Um, you know, we, we we got we dove into Christian metal music and new metal re- uh, reggaeton, uh, Christian rap, indie music. You know, we saw so many creative art pieces by so many great bands and artists that are, are faith-based, and I thought it was it was a very unique um, it was a very unique class to be participating in. But it was like absolutely amazing so i mean no complaints i thought it was a, a great experience and i would love to take the course again so i think that's the beauty
2: of worship right it doesn't matter what type of music it does where it comes from what culture behind it if it's praising god then that's above all else right that's what exactly. god wants us to do yeah. yes yeah. yes
3: that is what, that is one of the, the focal points of the whole class that you are able to worship god and the style that you are able to create in mm. so yeah that's a pretty important thing to note too
2: do you have any final thoughts, guys? Any any final words before
3: we wrap up this podcast? All right. Well, uh, worship God with all your hearts, minds, and souls. Amen. Put 100%, whether it's in chapel or your local church. And if you don't have a local church, join one. You might find a very healthy community there. That's great. Thank you. It's been Jesse Peterson. It's been Mark Lynn. Brian Mayhew. Three. And we're
4: out. See you in the next one, guys. <laughs>
5: One thing that I would take away specifically from this class is um, that there's really no wrong topic to talk about. Because coming into this class, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what are topics that I could talk about that are interesting? But in reality, there are so many people in this world who can have the same interest or not the same interest as me. But there will at least be one person who will be interested in the topic that I want to talk about and they'll enjoy listening. So,
3: uh, I think in this class, uh, it make me more confident with, uh, with talking with my friend. And uh, I can share the uh, share something with my friend. Uh, it let me feel improve my English, and uh, uh, I make I, I can talk just like talk with my uh, the other person other than my friend. So I think it's, it's very good
6: for me. I think one thing that I loved that Dr. Chai um, emphasized throughout the course was um, probably that podcasting was an art and a science. You know. Um, You know both talking about um you know deep deep like Jesse said um deep diving into subjects but also like you know kind of having fun with it I guess that kind of took the pressure off me going into it I was like a little nervous I'm like oh like you know I don't I don't really know what to do like and you know when he told us that we could kind of have like um lighten up a bit and have some fun with it that kind of helped me settle in Hey guys, thanks for listening in. My name is Henry and I'm a junior.
0: My name is Talia and I'm a sophomore. I'm Lauren and I'm a senior. And I'm Sophie,
7: I'm a junior.
6: And we're here to discuss a particular class from winter term known as intro 3D printing. So let's dive right in.
0: Intro to 3D printing is a class that is used to create. After the... Intro to 3D printing is a class that is used to express our creativity by making objects from uh, recycled plastic. Hey Henry, what's your experience on intro to 3D printing?
6: Uh, I am in CAD 1 this year and I am I took this class for winter term last year.
7: Yeah, I remember that. I was also in that class and it was just really fun. I did 3D printing in
0: 5th grade once and not once. We actually did it all the time because We would take the 3D printing and what we made and apply it to what we learned. So when we were learning history, we built log cabins for our lesson. That's so cool. Like, this is my second year taking CAD, and I'm in the winter term class for this year. So I'm just helping out the students who are just printing out their items. So, hey, Sophie, I have a question. Uh, What's your favorite thing that you've built so far in CAD? Uh, so far, I've like
7: made this penguin with a sailor hat, and I just thought it was really cute because it's like, my mom's favorite character from her childhood. Yeah. What about you, Henry?
6: I'd say mine was probably something I printed during CAD1 this year. Probl- I was able to 3D print a Lamborghini. It came out a little bit rough, but um, um, I loved how I could just 3D print pretty much anything.
7: It has charm.
0: <laughs> how about you, Lauren? What's one thing that you printed out? Definitely, I did a log cabin, and I kind of personalized it. You <laughs> still made, have it? I do in my room, and it's pink. I made nice. it pink instead of brown. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I've printed out was probably, well, I'm printing it out right now. It's a 16-hour snake dragon thing. Wow. It's, like, it's like a flexible dragon for my little brother mm-hmm. as a little gift.
7: Cute. All right, now we'll go into an interview of one of the students that are taking the winter term class right now.
8: So say your name, grade, and your grade. I am Lucy Ning and I'm a senior this year. So Lucy, why did you take this class? I decided to take this class because I've never done anything similar to 3D printing before. So um, a lot of curiosity brought in when I saw um, CAD kind of uh, showing videos of different 3D paintings, printing stuff on um, during community time. So oh,
7: cool. Yeah. So were you like inspired from the ads and
8: community? Yeah, definitely. Cool. How are you enjoying it so far? Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I've been creating a lot of different things and exploring different objects um, through 3- 3D pr- uh, printing. And I think it just leaves a lot of room for creativity and just fun. What, is, what has been your favorite thing you've made so far? Uh, I made a, an exolotto <laughs> yesterday. An
3: exolotto? Yeah,
8: it's c- pretty big. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it's pink. So cute. it's very Have cute. Have you named him? I have not.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
7: Well, what are you doing in this class? Or, like, what's the process you're doing in this class?
8: Basically, we start by going into a website on um, the computer. And so there are different shapes and different objects and things that you can choose and select to add to your um to add to your design and you can just kind of pile things and kind of play with uh, the size the length the width and how you want to um it's all come together and then after you've um, made your design after that you will just send that to the 3d printer and they'll print it out for you oh that's cool so why should others take this class next year um, I think it's just a very interesting experience even if you're not into art or um, that kind of creative process, but it just, um, there's a lot of room for like just kind of exploring what you enjoy to do and like um, also collaborating with each other people to kind of create different pieces that um, is fun to you, so yeah.
7: Fun. Is this your first time working with uh, 3D printing software?
8: Yes, it was, I've never touched anything similar to this before, so everything was very neat to me. Was it easy to learn? Um, well, I would say, yeah, it's definitely not a hard thing to learn. I think it's just, like, having that creativity to know what you want to make and also, like, so that it turns out the way that you expect it. Because sometimes I feel like I design something, but after you print it out, it's not really how I anticipate it to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely difficulty in that part. But I think overall it's just really chill and really uh, fun for people to learn. Cool. Now... If you could describe this class in one short sentence, what would it be? Um, the class is um, a place where you can express creativity um, and your personality and um, also just being able to explore how advanced the technology has come in our current society. Yeah.
7: Alright, cool. cool. Is there any advice you would give to any like, new students who might be interested in this?
8: Um... I would just say, like, just do whatever you want. Like, I think there's not really a limit to what you can create. So I think just really um, explore different things, try new things that you want to create. So yeah, and just have a lot of fun. Yeah, no pressure.
7: (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you, Lucy.
8: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) From
0: the greater winter term experience, what's a moment that stands out to you as something special that you're gonna take with you leaving winter term week? I learned to relax more this week. So, for example, like, I did the Lego class, and I'm, like, a really stressed person naturally, even if I have nothing to do. So I think taking, like, a moment to ourselves, no electronics, no work, and just kind of chilling. So when I was in the Lego class, like, the time went by so quick, and I had no worries, and I was just using my brain.
4: Well, honestly, the main thing that I I learned was that podcasting is actually so fun. (laughs) Yeah. No, um... Dude, just like d- deep diving into random topics with um, my co-hosts, Ryan, Re, and Mark Lin. Um, shout out to all of them. Great great, great partners to have. Um, dude, it was just so fun.
1: It definitely built my understanding of kind of the world around me more. And I don't know, just to see different perspectives in people and how they think differently about certain topics, which is really interesting to see. And sometimes uh, I feel like in your day-to-day school life you don't get these conversations about uh broader topics it's more the more uh i would say just regular topics that you hear in school but kind of the more broader implications and, and more um yeah just meaningful conversations in this philosophy class was, was cool to see
0: Welcome back to the weekly wrap-up talk show segment. We are your hosts, Emily. And Alyssa. Today, we have two callers asking about silkscreening.
9: Hi, my name is Ellie, and I'm here with Wong to talk about winter term classes. Um, For me personally, I've been really enjoying the printmaking class, and I think it's a great opportunity to express my creativity through art. How about you guys?
0: That's really cool. We're doing something similar called silkscreening, but... In silk screening you can use these prints multiple times. That's really
9: cool. Yeah, I'd really like that because for printmaking you really can only use it once if you're uh, trying yeah. to make multiple layers and you can't really go back to the first time, but
0: that sounds really cool.
3: Uh so who teaches the class?
0: Mr. Diesto teaches the class. Actually, we have him on the other line.
6: <laughs> I enjoy teaching silk screening because I love the craft of creating your own artwork, creating your screen and pulling the print. I like that it involves risk. A lot of what I teach is digital and is done by computer and so a lot of risk is in, is taken out of the equation. With silk screening, you either get it right or you don't, and I enjoy that part of the process i also enjoy when students finally get a good print there's nothing like getting a good print and seeing it come out nice and perfect and smooth Um, it becomes like a real object that they can cherish so it's all about making art
9: okay you tell me about the process of the skill screen
0: so the process of silk screening is making a design either on the computer or by hand and using it to make a cutout on a Cricut to act as a stencil to make prints. You can use this on shirts, hoodies, tote bags, whatever you want, really.
9: Uh, what have you guys been work- working on this week?
0: Personally, I've been working on a Spider-Man logo. Because it's cool to, like, make your own. And it felt very much like I was in, like, in the movie Into the Spider-Verse and making mm. my own suit. And it just, like, it's really cool. And I don't, mm-hmm. you know, just, like testing it out it looks really cool thank you but i think Alyssa has a really cool idea
5: let's hear it so um this weekend i'm actually going to a horror movie convention okay and one of my favorite horror movies is scream Mm. and obviously i've known about this and i've been thinking for many weeks like what can i take that'll be memorable and cherishable for the whole cast the original cast to sign right and i've just been pondering on it and i i've had trouble coming up with it and then the first day of class, um, they were kind of explaining, like, what we would be doing. Mm-hmm. So then the idea of making tote bags and designing my own design that goes with the movie and printing it onto the tote bags and then having them sign on the tote bag. So I'm in the process of doing that now. Um, Tomorrow, actually, I'm going to print them onto the tote bag. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it comes out well and that the cast likes it and I'm that so it excited. just goes I'm how so I planned it to so excited.
9: Can you tell me like what exactly is your design?
5: Okay, so in the movie, it's the iconic phone ring, and then Ghostface okay. is on the other line, and one Ooh. of his iconic lines is "Do you like scary movies?" You gotta say it in the Whoa. voice. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I can't. I really can't say the voice. <laughs> I wish I had that talent. Yeah. But basically, the phone part's gonna be hanging down, and "Do you like scary movies?" is gonna be on like the like where you hold the phone. So oh. I I'm really excited to see how it comes
9: out. Yeah, for sure make sure to show me I'm really excited
0: and I love her idea because it shows her own personal artwork to the actors who played it and like what better way to show your appreciation by making some type of work
9: original
5: artwork right to show them
0: and I think they'll really appreciate it and Mm -hmm. definitely will want to sign it for you
5: Oh, and then also, going back to what Emily said earlier about being able to print multiple designs with one stencil, that's how I'm going to be able to do my idea, because I'm going to be making multiple tote bags, mm-hmm. and with these stencils, you can make up to 50 to 100 like different um, t- like designs or bags or that's items. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow.
9: You know, that reminds me, um, so something I've been personally working on um, is... I've been working on a design for a tote bag for my uncle's um, dental office because we're trying to promote it and um, hopefully get some new patients, but um, it sounds like silk screening would really help me with that.
5: Oh yeah, it definitely would. I I think it definitely would. You know what? If you have the design and if you could provide us the products you want us to print them on, we'd be happy to, you know?
9: Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely keep that in
5: mind.
0: And especially for a company, like Alyssa said, you can make up to 50 or 100 prints of it. Mm-hmm. It's better to get things out that way. Right. Yeah.
5: yeah. It sounds like we're sponsored. Imagine, like, I'd be saying something like this. Have you ever wanted to get merch but it was out of your budget or you didn't have the materials? Well, now you can. Join Screening for a priceless experience to get your ideas out of your head and onto some merch. <laughs> thanks guys that really helped
0: I'm glad we can help today and if anyone else has more questions about winter term classes make sure to call
8: us thank you for listening in and goodbye thanks Thanks. bye Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up a production of Maranatha High School Maranatha is a Christ-centered evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics as well as the arts, athletics and service. For more information about Maranatha High School contact us at info hsorg or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com